The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect the views or position of any entities they represent or the opinions of ID production. You had a chance to follow the politicians around. Uh, you even did some interviews with some individuals. Uh, so just, just give us your take on, on some things that maybe you learned that you didn't know. Well, you know, uh, some of these candidates that we, we spoke with today and some of these uh, uh, professors that we spoke with today gave me some really good information um, that I did not know about, like, say, for instance, uh, uh, the mayor pro tem that we spoke with uh, uh, gave us some really good information about her duties and her job and, and what she's going to do for the rest of her life about, uh, you know, the politics of, of being a mayor in the city of Tyler. Uh, we learned some information about uh, school safety, uh, about some of the measures they're taking to protect our students and our faculty and staff that, in the school system. Um, we found out some information about uh, gun control, some of the things that, uh, that we can do to protect ourselves and our, and, and, and our children in the schools. So uh, there's just an array of things that uh, we've been able to uh, discuss on today. And hopefully you, as our viewers and listeners, will be able to pick up on some of this and, uh, and educate yourselves as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Highlight. This is Kenneth Ford, your host of the program. But today, we have a very special gentleman that's going to take over the interviews and do some of the uh, the hosting, if you will, Mr. Tony Williams. Tony, welcome to the show. And today, you will be speaking with Jamar Jefferson, better known as JJ. Jamar Jefferson is running for election to the U.S. House to represent Texas' first congressional district. Thank you, Mr. William, and we look forward to the interview. We're certainly glad that you're able to join us uh, for this special occasion and inform the people on what it means to get out and vote. So for the record, if you would, please state your name. Hence, my nickname is JJ for Jamar Jefferson. JJ. It's just easier for people to remember. Okay. I okay. tell people it's better today, JJ tomorrow. J-J-J-J-J-J. <laughs> and what position are you running for? I'm running for U.S. Congress here in CD1 in East Texas. The first ever Negro to run for Congress here in East Texas. We're going to go ahead and just jump right into the conversation a little bit. You and I were uh, uh, talking a little bit earlier um, out front a moment ago about some of the challenges that, uh, that we face here in East Texas. Uh, but first of all, I'd like to ask you, uh, what would it take uh, to turn uh, the state of Texas blue again. It's been red for a very, very long time. And if you were to win uh, your seat, uh, what would you do to try to help turn Texas back to uh, a blue state? Well, we don't want Texas to be a blue state. Okay. That's number one. That's what we're messing up. We're focusing more on it being red or blue. We're not a gang. We want it to be an American state again, that we enforce and defend the Constitution. That's the reason people don't vote, because we're talking about turn Texas blue in 2022. I can get caught up in that rhetoric. What is rhetoric? It's trash. Red and blue, colors. People are willing to kill, starve, and die over a color. It, we're not a gang. Democrat Party, Republican Party, donkeys and elephants. It's garbage. If, I, if you really want to fix things, we need to be united. We need leaderships that unites us, not divide us. We're colors, or parties, or pigmentation of your skin. 
People want to hear and they need to hear the truth. We're on the border brink of war. And we better unite and we better unite real fast. So how do we solve this? Giving people the basics. Sell them H-O-P-E, hope. Hope that our seniors who many are isolated and finding it hard to get food now, even though they've worked all their lives, giving them the hope of dignity that we're going to take care of our seniors, the hope of making sure that our children, many who it should have been inside uh, the No Left Behind, every child eats for free. And the school should be open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, even on Saturdays and Sundays every day. That should be in the budget. Those type of things, making the schools the real community centers and stop the nonprofits from coming in and exploiting people because that's what's happening. People don't vote because nobody truly cares about them and nobody really cares about this country like they say they do because we're divided and children are only learning from the adults. Let me ask you this. Um, we were talking a little earlier uh, outside in the lobby about um, in encouraging our younger people to vote. Um, if you were to win your position, uh, how would you encourage or uh, have our young people to get on board, even though they're registering the vote, but they're not voting? They need to vote. What would you do in that aspect? Well, in the Constitution, because I'm a constitutionalist, I believe in two things, uh, equity in law and equality in law. Everything else is just personal opinion. It says we invest in useful science. Well, when I went back to college, it's political science. So what do we do? In the Texas um, election codes, they speak of mock elections, but it has to be financed privately versus we finance elections for adults. The, the biggest thing is in the 15th Amendment, it says the right to vote for every citizen. People who are 18 and below are still citizens. So we should do two things. Mandatory voting, and I think it's the 19th Amendment, you have to be 18, mm -hmm. uh, the 21st uh, female, and uh, 19th, I believe, is to have to be at least 18 years old. Uh, the parents should be able to proxy vote for their children. Yes, every vote matters. Every citizen gets a vote, whether it's through a proxy or not. Uh, so we do mandatory voting, making sure proxy voting, and investing in educating children from the first grade, really kindergarten, because my son, he ran for uh, first grade to be president of his class. He came in second, he didn't win, but I was so proud of him. And his mom just let me know that he got student of the year uh, uh, because he's a leader. I said, hmm, who's his dad? JJ. So I've been training my son up that he's gonna be president one day. And I teach him all the time, leadership is action, not position. So if we win this position, we're going to make sure that we fund the future and make sure everyone is properly educated, prepared to defend this republic because we're not a democracy. Defend our, be a part of our government because it's our government. It's not a Democrat or a Republican government. It's the people's government because we are a republic. And if we all aren't participating in our government, we have a serious problem. And that's the reason seniors are starving. Children are feeling, they're not, they're feeling 
unsafe to go to school and you have gangs and drugs coming across our border even though uh, we had a Republican governor for the last eight years who can't secure the borders but this next four years if Beto don't beat him he's going to secure the border uh, you have Trump talking about he's going to run for office again but he made promises he couldn't build a wall but we know 16 trillion dollars came through his administration and we know at least four million he was able to have jurisdiction and allocate that he's a failed leader just like Ted Cruz just like uh, Greg Abbott, and we need Beto to step up to the plate and pull up on him because if Beto don't win, you have people like my opponent, who I'm running for in Congress, talking about we need to incentivize people to get back to work when they're shipping uh, jobs to Mexico and the Chinese are buying up America. They're going to create poverty. They're going to create so much poverty that crime, we turn this into a police state. So it's really by design that people don't vote. So if a, if a 18 year old or 19 year old is, is or 20 year old is uh, in college and uh, they have a bad taste in their mouth uh, about voting, uh, what would you say to that 20 year old? You know, because he should be voting, but he's got a bad taste in his mouth about voting. He doesn't want to vote. So what would you actually say to him? Well, one of the things they said, um, we have a bill of rights. You have the right uh, for freedom of speech, but you can't yell fire in a burning building. So yeah, you have the right not to vote for a candidate you don't like, a candidate didn't ask you to vote for, but you're going to participate even if none of the above. See, we are creatures of habit. And if we train children up, see I was born in the church, train up a child and when they get older they will not depart. So just as the military teaches you discipline by making up your bed which is probably one of the most rewarding things you can do of the day, consistently. And it gives you success. Make up your bed. Just vote none of the above. And because that affidavit, it's an affidavit uh, in a contract, we need to force everybody to participate in the full election because many people pay good money to be on that ballot. And we, we, the Secretary of State, which, by the way, in the state of Texas, is our appointed seat, which is more than criminal, because they're breaking the Constitution left and right in the state of Texas with the Secretary of State. They, I'm, 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 I'm appalled that the NAACP hasn't went after them. I'm appalled that they let this, uh, this sham of election go forward in the first place. They're breaking all our fundamental rights. I'm doing a First Amendment audit right in Tyler, putting up my signs, political signs, freedom of speech, wherever I want, because to all the viewers, the reason you should vote, because the Creator puts you here to do as thou will, so that we can be tested. But one of the things they cannot take from you in the Declaration of Independence, it says the, 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 the God of nature, the nature, God's, the law of nature's God, no man should make a law to go contrary to these. So we get the right of freedom of speech. People right now in Tyler, Smith, Smith County, they stole all the land in America. So anyone who's claiming I own this property, there's a history attached to this property. Blood, death, murder, and rape. And you're bragging about I own this? Yeah. Keep on talking and let the creator yard. Whoo! Some people going to hell and hot pants on, hot suits. Bragging about what they stole, somebody else stole, and controlling interest. So to, to bring it back around, the future is for us, but it's only for us if we build it. So a great leader is always looking for his replacement. Mentorship. The 
that's the problem. They broke up the Negro, African-American, black families by design because we are harvested every year. That's it. This is about controlling interest over real property, and that real property is this body. Well, let me ask you this, uh, Mr. Jefferson. Uh, we talk, I heard you say something about family uh, just a moment ago. So if, if, if a family were to vote for you, what would you tell that family you could do for them? You know, if you were to go ahead and, and, and they were going to cast their vote for you, what would you say to that family that you could do for them to help them coming up in the, in the election, you know, in the election coming up in 2024? Well, I'm going to tell them I can't do nothing for you. I'm going to be honest with you. Vote for me. I can't do nothing for you. I'm just JJ. But when I get in, what can I do for East Texas? I want to sit on the rules board and the agriculture board. We can bring hundreds of millions of dollars into this district. I'll tell you what I can do for East Texas as all of our representatives. The SBA, I'm going to make sure that we get our percentage of that funding. Make sure that the military, of which most people don't know this, every congressional seat gets a piece of the military budget. We're going to make sure we use that for ROTC programs here so we can learn to defend ourselves, our country, and secure the borders like the failed leader Greg Abbott, nor Senator Cruz, nor the other senator, Mr. John Corn, failed to do. We need real leadership that's not talking about it, but act, make, uh, taking action about it. We're going to help East Texas because you have to help as a whole. I can't just say I'm going to help. Hispanic Americans, I'm going to help Caucasian Americans, Negro, African American, white, uh, uh, black Americans. I got to help struggling Americans. So for the many struggling American families, help and hope is here. So voting for me, I represent the hope that we're going to get a piece of that budget so that we can feel it, we can taste it, we can touch it, and we can see it. We shouldn't have people living in trailer parks, and we shouldn't be allowed for other people to come to our country buy up America and tell Americans to rent the dream. We need, we need programs like the Affordable Home Ownership Program. We need Feed Our Babies Program. Make sure our seniors are actually protected. We need a VA here. We have over 100,000 uh, Americans that identify as veterans. We can turn East Texas into a position of power. If it was up to me and in the future, we should be easily in the top five cities. We should have skyscrapers in Tyler, Longview. This is where my office will be, not Tyler, Longview. So those to those people who are on the fence to vote for me or stay home, Moran, he's already said he's cutting funding. So you're going to get poor. With me, you're going to get some opportunities because I don't know what you need, but I know what we ain't getting, and it's called opportunities. I don't believe in something for nothing. So when they take our tax dollars to pay back that loan, you best believe I'm going to get our percentage of that loan. So that's what you're going to get for us. So if one family come to me, what are you going to do for me? Nothing. I'm not going to do one thing for you. But I know what I can do for us. Because helping one family is not in my pocketbook. I'm a poor man. I'm the poorest person running for Congress ever that actually could win. When I get in Congress, I'll be the poorest person in history to get in. But I'm the wealthiest because I have the most heart. I have the most vision. That's the problem. We don't have anybody in the office with a vision from the president down to Republican and the Democrat. They, are all, they all need to resign. Everybody. from Literally, everybody needs to resign because this is what people are telling me. Republicans or Democrats, they're tired of the fight.
We need people in there that want to act like Americans and work together to help Americans. Because any Americans that's struggling from Sacramento to Longview to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, to Miami, Florida, going up to South North Carolina, to the Virginias, to Washington, D.C., to New England, back down to O'Block in Chicago. We need to make sure that when I see you and you see me, we are Americans. And all that that means, and I speak English, and I'm a descendant of a slave. This wasn't our original language, but we accepted what happened to us. So we need to make sure that we move forward together, united. We may have had a bad past, but we can have a better future if we unite. So my message to the people who don't want to vote for me because they don't think I'm as qualified, that's your problem. You should have ran for office yourself. If you felt like you were better than me, you should have got in the primary and I would have gave you the whooping just like I gave the rest of the three. But this is the truth of the matter. This race that I'm in right now, my opponent doesn't want to debate. I don't blame him. Who wants to debate this guy? Who would really want to debate me? Because I'm issue driven. I'm futuristic. I'm looking 20 to 100 years. I'm looking towards a future that I won't even be a part of. But what can I do now to lay a brick for the future so that some child who isn't even thought of and born can say, man, who provided this for me? Think about it. The train, the airplane. I wasn't here when they built this. The pipes that was laid for when I used the restroom. I wasn't here when they built this. But I'm glad because man, outhouses, my mother was in the outhouse. She said, you know, it was in the field. No running water. Well, let me ask you this, uh, Mr. <laughs> Jefferson. I understand. Um, uh, I, I, I know all about those things. Uh, but now, you, you just touched on something a moment ago when you said issues. And, and one, the, from a personal experience, this issue happened to a lot of Texans about two or three years ago uh, when we all like to froze to death. Now, I'm pretty sure you're aware of the grid that didn't function properly here in the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, it didn't, I think it didn't function properly back in 2012. Uh, I think it's trying to function now, but it still has issues. Um, and your opponent um, that you're running against um, didn't seem to do very much about it, the issue that we had uh, when people died and almost froze to death. So if you were to, um, to, to win this seat, uh, what would you do about those kind of situations where, where the grid is not functioning properly and, and people are dying because the people that are putting place to make sure the grid functions properly has failed? So what could you do in that kind of situation to help Americans or Texans feel safe, you know, when, it, when the weather drops down below zero again for three or four days straight. So, when something don't work on a corporate level, heads begin to roll. It's that simple. America is the business. We elect people like JJ in the office to take care of the people's business to represent them. So effectively, I'll be like one of the executive boards of management for East Texas, right? but I get to cast a vote on, for everybody. So, number one, Texas is on its own power grid. So everything that happened, Texas should be responsible for every loss of life, period, right? It's foreseeable negligence in law. They should have foreseen that if they did not invest into that power grid, that something like this can happen. I remember back in 2003, we had an ice storm where it went down and people froze to death then. They knew about it in 2000. 
in 1990, in the early thing was like, I think Bill Clinton was president. It happened when I was in high school. We had to hold up and, and put fire and stuff together, and we were up on the dirty clothes and clean clothes trying to stay warm. So they didn't help us then. Why do you think they'll help us now? We have the same people. There's somebody right now in Amarillo who's been in office since 1969. That's a Republican in the House. There's somebody who's a Democrat in Houston area since 1975. I'm for term limits because you can't put people with no vision in there forever because the problem will never be solved. So it's our fault for electing these same people getting up in there. It's our fault for having a failed education system because we didn't teach them the basics. The most important things of our government is law, government, and finance. Law, government, and finance. We need people to understand the law, understand how your government works, and understand how it's financed so we can make sure our tax dollars or that loan that we get from the Federal Reserve, that we're investing it into at least stopping us from freezing the debt. That's a basics. As a leader, which I am, we're going to invest into our power grid, not because it's the right thing to do. If we don't, we have enemies. I, will, I remember when uh, uh, North Korea and China, they had people walking with um, EMP uh, 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 missile uh, shoulder to fire uh, missile grenades with a ball on it was the EMP. They, if they launch those over here or if they put an EMP a bomb over us, it'll knock out our power grid. We're so vulnerable right now. From, from Biden, Trump, to Obama, back down to both Bushes, to Bill Clinton, to Reagan, this is criminal. All, I mean, just think about it. Let's, let's do the math. We know that we're $30 trillion and counting right now. Every American citizen owes over $92,000 to the debt. We're not even talking about the unfunded liabilities. We're talking about just the basic debt right now, $30 trillion and counting. We borrowed over the last 10 years over $40 trillion. $40 trillion. We could have built heaven. We could have built everyone a home. We should have made America so beautiful that you think about coming over here, everybody ready to defend it. But we let people move here, get tax exemptions. They come right into the impoverished neighborhoods, usually black neighborhoods. And what do they do? They get tax exemption for seven years, and they just uh, circle and do it again. And we buy their cheap words that most of it causes cancer. We have to defend our people from people who look at us as a, a means to an end. So as a leader, you invest into sustainability. I know that's a word that... Most politicians don't like because I'm a statesman. Sustainability is what JJ is about. We're only here for a short amount of time. And while we are here, we should need, we should and best be investing into a power grid, feeding our children, making sure our seniors don't have to be struggling to pay a deductible. We need to eliminate that. We give more tax exemptions to nonprofits and people in trust than we do seniors who've worked for the last 30 to 40 years. And, and, uh, and I blame this on everyone that's been in there. So the, the people in the future bring back to how do we encourage the young people to vote. Tell them the truth. This will resonate with more people than in anything else. Just tell them the truth. Oh, we got to turn it red or blue. They don't want to hear that. How are you going to make sure that I get an opportunity. I can't because I'm not in office. And if I don't get elected and my opponent get elected, oh, he's going 
he's going to George Floyd you. Put your, his knee on your neck. He's already said. My opponent lives on a plantation. He lives on a baker plantation. And as a descendant of a slave, I can't think of any more egregious reason to this person not to win. He lives in a gated community. But yet, this is the same guy that's talking about cutting funding to incentivize people to go to work while at the same time talking about building a new prison or courthouse, which really is a jail, so that their ticket quotas can go up, cost of living can go up. I mean, taxation without representation. What about the children who can't, who can't vote? They're going to have to pay for a new courthouse for 25 years. Um, uh, and if they do a crime, they get no justice. I mean, they literally saying swift justice. That's their promotion. So when you have criminals who or don't care about America, because you're a criminal to me if you don't believe and enforce the Constitution entirely, not just a piece of the Second Amendment like most people say. But yes, we invest into the power grid. Let me, hello, let me uh, ask you this, uh, Mr. Jefferson. Uh, our country is really, really divided right now. You know, um, we have the, the far right extreme, then we have some people saying the far left extreme. Um, what, do you, what do you think it's going to take uh, for us to come together? I heard you say earlier that we need to come together as Americans. What's it going to take, you know, on, on, you know, from your personal experiences to get this country back unified again so that we can move forward? for the betterment of every American, not just those on the right or those on the left. What do you think it's going to take to get us back in the centers where we can just do things that, that benefit our country, you know, like, you know, uh, benefits for, uh, for people who don't have health insurance, um, you know, for people who, uh, who don't have jobs, uh, you know, the, the gas issues that we have. We have all these problems, immigration, abortion. So what's it going to take for us to get back? to right down the middle where we can start doing things for the American people. Do you want the truth? I want the truth. You sure? Mm -hmm. Can you handle the truth? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. You ready? Eliminate all political parties. George Washington said that beware of political parties for they shall take hold the liberty that free men once desire and take it for themselves. Eliminate political parties. We're all Americans. That's number one. Second, eliminate IRS code and tax everybody the same. No more trust, no more corporations, because if I win the lottery and I win this $256 million, they tax me at the highest rate. But yet a corporation, they're paying, what, 5 10%? That's, that's it. Tax everyone fairly. That's number two, because we have to make sure that everybody's paying their portion to the debt. That means churches. Even Jesus paid the tax. He even told the man, how can we pay these taxes? He said, go down and cast your line into the river. And a fish will come up and it will have enough gold to pay the tax for you and me. Run the unto Caesar with a season. What you do to one, you must do to all. Stop the discrimination among Americans. Focus on the future that works for all of us. Focus on using the budget to build for all of us. Focus on investing the budget to defend all of us. Second Amendment is a prime example. To many Republicans, members of the Republican Party, you're not Republican. Republican only means this, the true definition. A government which the people give consent to be governed. That means we all have to elect our leaders. 
and then give consent for that leadership. That's what it means to be a Republican. A member of the Republican Party, I mean, you can look at the Texas Republican platform. It's a joke. They think the election was, was, was stolen, and I have to remind them that we, another thing, we need to eliminate the presidential and um, vice presidential elections. The most important part of government is the, the congressional seats and the Senate seats. That's the first thing in Article One, talking Article One of the Constitution, talking about electing electing your representatives. I'm running to be the highest form of government for East Texas. So we eliminate the presidential and vice presidential election because the electoral college elects the president and vice president in a separate election. So technically, somebody can run for vice president, right? And, and win. We shouldn't allow for it to be a vacancy and the presidents from both sides, they get to pick their running mate. That's not what it says. So we have a lot of traditions. And these traditions are, um, tradition is literally the word for to be conservative. And conservative only means confederate. The way that things are going, as someone told me from Hemp Hill, Texas, we don't like outsiders coming in here trying to change the way we do things. I said, I'm from Texas County. I'm not an outsider. Well, I'm a Texan. I was born here. I graduated from I only went to Sacramento because I fell in love and went back to school. And now I'm back home. Things are about to change here. Yeah, because y'all on y'all way out. And y'all did the one thing that you don't do. You didn't prepare leadership. And now they're trying to scramble at the end. Who do we, who, what do we do now? Who do we put in position? Yeah, put them in position. Because we're going to knock them down every time. And I say we, because I have Republicans, Democrats, I have all Americans behind me. I didn't come in here just to be a Democrat. Yes, I'm the Democratic nominee. Because my professor told me to go to the Democratic nominee. But it's a lot of Democrats here that don't even like me. That's a fact. It's a lot of Democrats who ran for office in the same seat don't like me. They would rather see my opponent in her than me. Why? Because they hate vision. They hate the future. They hate that it's for us. Because they deprived us from the heavenly life we should have had right now. But they're living it. But they're denying seniors who got tricked into the political game. So what am I going to do for us? Unite us. Give us hope again. Sell the one thing that we need. The, the two commodities in this world that matters. Time and hope. And that hope is to use that time to build uh, America or Al Morocco, whatever they want to call this. Because the United States of America is just a corporation. But we the people, we form our government and we decide our future. So yes, it, the future is bright. There, there are at least 10 people that I can identify right now that say they want to be just like J.J. I have a young guy whose mother told me at a fundraiser, hey, my son, he's running for president, class president. He's 12 or 13. He said he want to be president like J.J. She said he ain't running for president yet. <laughs> so we are inspiring young people. Young people. And you can't inspire them with your riches. Because they go home to poverty. We inspire them by making sure that you look into their little eyes and say, I got confidence because I want to be strong for you. 
This confidence is for you to shield you from the hate that has happened in the past, to shield you from the destruction that might come. My mom used to put our hands over our eyes. See, I don't want you to see this when bad stuff was on HBO. That's all we have to do. Shield them and unite as I'm middle age. So I don't get, I maybe have 30, 40, 50 years left, but I'm middle age. So I can tell you what happened to me, and I don't want it to happen to them. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that for me, please, sir? See, we have Republicans say that they hate Democrats. And I always say, well, why do you participate in a Democratic election? And when you win in a Democratic election, even if it's one or two votes, you take control and you say, yeah, we have a red representation. And you ignore the rest of the Americans while you're in office, even though... You're supposed to represent all Americans in your jurisdiction and territory that elected you. So, what does that mean? We shouldn't have primaries. We should go straight to the general election. There should be a lot of time for people to fundraise. I even believe we should make it fair to where all funds go into one pot. Citizens United shouldn't give free speech to one other person, uh, one candidate that they support, while other candidates have nothing. No one loves, everybody loves a good fight, but it has to be fair. You shouldn't have candidates having five, three, ten million dollars. Some candidates can't even raise five dollars. But because they had the courage to raise enough to file in that filing fee, oh, we don't agree with you, so we're not going to support you. This is what gangs do. This is this is, this is not what a united people do. We want it fair. We want the best person, the best individual, the best ideas, the best vision to move us forward. We go straight to the general election. We make sure that we have, like they have in Europe, this is nothing grandiose. They do the same thing similar to in Europe. We make sure that the playing field is level, like the Constitution says, open, free, and fair elections. That's equitable, meaning the playing field is equal. It's not equal, it, which is violation of the Constitution, by the way. Uh, so with that being said, just go straight to the general election. No political parties. Your name only. Give everybody a certain amount of funds to raise. It's a cutoff. And then, boom, we need to make sure that uh, we eliminate the profit margins from political races. Because now we have the media in on it. We have... Uh, to make money uh, instead of get the best leadership. We're a coach for a basketball or football team. They don't make you do that. You come to the tryout, you practice, and then you start. That's how it should be. And that's how we create uh, uh, players that win championships. We need to do the same thing for our politicians. Show up, practice or campaign, you win, and then we win. That's how you do it. It's so simple. But people say, oh, that'll never happen. It has happened over and over and over and over again. It's called the collapse of a, 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 a system because they can't stick to the basics. It's that simple. Uh, one last question, uh, Mr. Jefferson. Uh, how, how can we help you? What, what can your constituents do to help you win this election? Well, number one, I would tell the power of being that we do have political parties. I'm the Democratic nominee, proud Democratic nominee. I've always been a Democrat. Uh, I may not agree with a lot of the things that our leadership does, but 
I don't believe in switching over on parties, right? It's my job to move the Democratic Party back to the middle. We're not a divided country. Really, 85% of the people agree. They're in the circle. I'm right there in the middle. You have 10% of the people who can capitalize for good or bad, and you have 5% of the people, which I'm one of the observers. So it's 10% bad people. 5% good and 85% will follow the individuals who have the most influence. That's just a way of life. It's my job as being a 5% or of the 1%ers to make sure that I let my light shine, that the 85% know that I'm working for them. But I'm battling right now the 10% of the people, the media, the 1% in the rich who have all the money or legal tender because money is supposed to be backed by gold and silver. So all this fake fiat that they have and things, and it's not really money. We're the true money. We're the true value. I'll ask everybody to log on to JeffersonForCongress.com. Hit that act blue. Donate as much as you can, which is $2,900. We need to be able to hire at least 100 people to execute our plan at the end. I am the, the tortoise. Uh, the, my opponent is the hare. Uh, we've constantly been working but we need to fundraise because they've rigged the system against me and everybody who wants to effectively change. And this is how they do the process of elimination through things that they call um, primaries. It's a process of elimination. We don't know who's the best candidate until the end. Well, we're weeding them out to benefit the rich or special interests. So because they couldn't weed me out, because there's something called Tom and Jerry. I put them signs up everywhere. I didn't talk to so many people, but now we're coming to a point to where we have to get some investment capital in now, simply because if we do, I'm a great general. We'll be able to execute, hire the people, because I don't want people going out working for free. I don't believe in it. Asking people to volunteer while you're raising millions of dollars and you're giving it to everybody except them and leaving the people hungry that do the work. I want to make sure that I can feed people, give them the gas to go out and do the people's business so we can push a leader into office so we can go secure the funding for East Texas. Because that's what it's about. Voting is about who will have a say-so over the budget. Who will have a say-so over the laws. And quite the truth is, the laws that I'm making, I just read a bill coming out of the Rules Committee just last night. They're talking about giving $30,000 to $75,000 to for election integrity for Guam. I, I, mean, I mean, for systems. All they have to do to get election security, tie everyone's Social Security to your vote. You vote with your Social Security now. Nothing else really matter. You can make them get an ID. And the children, you asked that question earlier. How will the children resonate? American Idol, I was on it. They voted on their phone. The banks have all your information. Why are we acting like, oh, we got to protect the elections? Both sides are cheating. In California, they would cheat just as fast as they cheat in Texas. In California, they're gerrymandered so Democrats can win just as fast as they will in Texas so Republicans can win. But nobody said, why can't people in prisons vote when Article 1, Section 2 says that if you're a citizen and you're accounted in the census, you should be able to vote for your representation. But yet, they're taxed, which is against no taxation without representation. And Article 4, I believe all judges are bound 
to the Constitution, why don't the judges allow for people in prison who are citizens to at least vote for their House of Representatives, their Senate, and their President and Vice President? It's illegal. It's illegal. It's unlawful. It's illegal because they passed Texas Election Code 13.001 to say that they can do it. But the Supremacy Clause, Marbury versus Madison, was very clear. It's void abonito, and we have Americans, including one who is my father, who is sitting in prison right now for a crime we know he didn't do. He was railroaded by Bowie County, uh, a district attorney. My father is Delma Banks Jr., who's never voted in 42 years. 42 years. Never voted in his life before that. Why? Because the district attorney paid one man $200. They dropped the arson charge for a plea agreement with someone who lived in Dallas. 30 years later, half a day trial, though, convicted him. Death penalty. You're going to die. And we're going to fry you in an electric chair. And then we want the, the district attorney to say, I'm not going to rest until Devil Banks Jr. got a needle in his arm. All white jury. 25 years his senior in 1980. These are people that came out of the Civil War. So why is that important? They've been stealing our rights since you were a child. They've been stealing our rights since they came over and took this land from us. They've been stealing our rights in 1705 when they passed the 1705 Virginia Negro Act where they made Negroes permanent slaves. It's called the Servant and Slaves, 1705. Let's talk about the 1600s where they reclassified Negroes as Negroes. We were Indians. We were Indians. So when the truth come out in the future and our creator, y'all come back to judge the world and all of these people, please, I plead with all of the European descendants. Please vacate and proclaim jubilee for your soul because judgment is coming. And when it comes, money can't save you from y'all. And when judgment comes and leadership stands, you can't buy me. I can't be bought. No amount of money going to stop what's coming behind me. Judgment. Judgment is coming for the wicked because the righteous must rise. So if you want to help a righteous man, the Bible says this, when the wicked are in authority, the people mourn. Seniors can't get health care. I mean, people can't get health care. Seniors uh, are living in food scarcity and isolation. Our children aren't safe. You have opponents talking about securing the borders, but drugs are coming through. We have one of the most powerful military in the world, and yet we're promoting war instead of peace and security. But when righteous men like myself, J.J. is a righteous man, I can proclaim it. I were the creator. I mark myself for my creator's name. He ain't have to do it. I, I, I want to be on y'all's team. So with that being said, donate. Whether you donate or vote or you go register before October 11, you better start investing in morality, righteous men, because only the righteous people will care about you enough to fight that your life is improved. So support that. Support it with the fiat currency, because we're playing Monopoly. But this is their game. And this is the time of men to do what they need to do. But their time is about to end. And I'm so happy that I get a chance to be a player in the game for us, because I could have easily been on the other side, just like them. Talking about, turn Texas blue in 2022. I did all that, and I said, man, this is a joke. They're, we're divided as a people. Because the leadership is dividing us. 
So if the leadership is dividing, what happens when you get a leader trying to unite us? We unite. LeBron James, he left from Cleveland and went to Miami. He couldn't win in Cleveland, went to Miami, got with the right team, won. Then when he went back home as a champion, he went back home. JJ came back home. It's time for us to win. Because voting is going to change the way our country is, is running in the next 10, 10 15, 20 years. Mm. So we have to get out and vote. And that was one of the things that struck me is that people have to understand your vote counts. Mm. So you have to get up, get, you know, make sure that you're already registered, and vote when the election time comes. Politicians that we've spoken with, the individuals that we've spoken with, uh, just some of our colleagues that we've spoken with, you've got to get in the game. You cannot sit back and say, they're going to do what they want to do anyway, so my vote doesn't matter and my vote doesn't count. you got to look at what's going on because if your vote didn't count, as Mr. Boyd said earlier, why are they doing so much to suppress your vote? Your vote counts. So you got to get in the game. Just like what Mr. Boyd said, if you're not in the game, you're going to lose. you got to get up and get in the game. Well, thank everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, program information at yahoo.com. Come be a part of the highlight.